Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy hump day, everybody. We're getting over the hump together on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Everything diaper drive. Don't forget, all day today until 6 o'clock, our friends are out collecting diapers and wipes to send to the North Carolina Diaper Bank at Rosedale Center today. So if you're out and about, grab a box of diapers, grab a box of wipes. Bring them to donate. We'd love to see your faces. And uh, now we will start the show with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know today. The three at 12.03. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Yes, three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. I can't think of a better way to kick off a rainy, disgusting hump day than with a little bit of share. Share it. I'd with like us. to share it with you. And here it is. What? How can you not just love listening to Cher belt out ABBA's greatest hits? This one, of course, SAS. That's what they say in Sweden, but it's really SOS. Uh, Actually, I don't know what they say in Sweden. Anyway, her tribute to the uh, Swedish pop group's original has a video now. And while we're waiting for that tribute album to be released on September 28th, just about uh, nine days away, we are being treated to the first video, and uh, this video is so fun to watch because it's not sheer singing. It's actually a bunch of uh, fabulous women lip syncing to Cher's version of SOS. It's oddly hypnotic. It is, and it's just delightful to watch. It's very... So now, um, this particular song, I feel particularly close to. Why? Because it came out the year that I was born. Oh. So it's 43 years old. Um, it but, hasn't aged a day. I know. The cast includes all sorts uh, of people. Um, some people you may recognize. Some people you may not. Rumor Willis. Remember her? Yes. Daughter of Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis and Demi Moore. Uh, Betty who? Betty who? No, Betty who is her name. Betty who? 
Her name is Betty Who. <laughs> anyway, Betty Who, she's a, a pop star in her own right. She performed, well, she's been here a number of times. Anyway, uh, the also transparent star Trace Lissette. Mm-hmm. She is a beautiful uh, woman and uh, she finds herself in this video. Sabrina Jalice, I don't know who that is. She's a comedian, I guess. Crazy ex-girlfriend actress Vela Lavelle. And uh, they, they, you know. At Al. At Al. Al. Uh, it is it is a really it is a really cool video to watch. And like you said, it is different people lip syncing to share, and that is a bizarre thing. I, like I said, it's sort of bizarrely hypnotic to see her voice looking like it's coming out of other people's mouths. It's bizarre. But awesome. Behind door number two, let's see what we've got. So uh, behind the door we call number two, I want to play for you a little teaser. It's going to be hard to understand what you're actually seeing and hearing, but let me just set it up for you this way. This is the first promo made available teasing the upcoming uh, television show known as The Connors. 11 a.m. beer, huh? Well, it's 9 a.m. somewhere. Pass one over. You think I'm smart, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 33, and I'm the baby of the family. Oh, I love this game. If you're 33, can I be an astronaut? Dad, I've been out here watching you rebuild bikes and drinks since I was five. I'm real good at both now. So that's the uh, teaser trailer the for the... Connors premieres Tuesday, oh, October go. 16th on ABC. So there you get the details. Uh, they're teasing the Connors, and what you heard there were uh, a bunch of lines from last season of mm-hmm. Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Without the Connors. Without Without Roseanne, Roseanne, sure. Because it's now called the Connors because Roseanne is gone, long story short. That was their teaser. So they basically told us nothing about what's happening in the new season, which I'm sure is a little bit by design, but Mm -hmm. um, it's also fascinating. Now, one believe or must believe at this point that that season has already been completed. Yeah, in the can, as they say in the business. Uh, Will you be, you know, this is again, I feel like uh, because I'm interested in how they're going to carry oh, of course, on. We're all going to be watching. Whether we watching. watch the next episode, that's entirely up to them. Exactly. Uh, well, it's up to me. But um, you know, if if they write the show well and it's worth watching, of course. I mean, just like that. I enjoyed the first episode of Roseanne mm-hmm. before she blew up and became a wackadoodle. Turned into an ambient racist. Well, she's always a wackadoodle. Anyway, um, that's again early October. Yes, Connors. Yay! Yay! Here's what we have for you behind door number three. All right, and finally, speaking of the Connors, one of the characters, Darlene, uh, her real name Sarah Gilbert. She is on the talk. Yesterday, Julie Chen uh, videoed a, a statement explaining that she would no longer be on the talk. Uh, and we talked about that statement But what we didn't talk about was what happened right after that statement when Sarah Gilbert signed off of the talk following that videoed statement by Julie Chen. Here is her reaction as it happened on air. And I just want us all to mm, imagine what's going through her mind. First of all, thank you so much, Julie, for the kind words. Um, I created this show as a place for friends to come together, and I know I speak for all the hosts when I say we thank you for eight years of dear friendship and for all that you did to contribute to the success of this show. We love you, Julie, and to all of you, thank you, and we'll see you tomorrow. 
So that's okay, awesome. how she signed off. It was hard for me because, you know, uh, there's a narrative, there's an ongoing narrative that's not happening, obviously, on screen. Okay. Um, that this has been really difficult on the women of the talk, which makes sense. But not only that Julie Chen's leaving and her relationship with Les Moonves, uh, who was just ousted from his position in charge of CBS, that she that that Julie Chen was not always so easy to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's I'm always fascinated at how and this is why they get paid the big bucks, how people will be able to carry on in front of the camera as though nothing was ever amiss behind the scenes. Right. And so the way that she's like, it's about, you know, thank you for your eight years of wonderful friendship and we love you. And I'm thinking to myself, I would like to hear the real story. Yeah. I mean, you know, but you're not right. Cause they're just not going to share that. I mean, nor would you expect them to tell you what things are really like. It's that notion that like the, uh, she's just doing and saying what she's expected to do. What do you expect Mm -hmm. her to come out and be like, well, that one was a hot mess from day one. Let me tell you, because of course, you know, she wants to work again. And Sarah Gilbert is the executive producer and has been, you know, she created that show. So she is thinking of the show. Mm -hmm. She's not thinking of what she really thinks about Julie Chen. Mm -hmm. For all we know, they could be besties and she could be like totally team. Julie and is like, I don't know that that's the best move. So you're not hearing that out of her mouth. Right. You're right. Conversely, it could just be that she thinks Julie is a hot mess. And in fact, those rumors are true. But, you know, that's the problem, though, with shows like this increasingly in the world that we find ourselves because people want authenticity mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. And it's harder and harder to get authenticity on television because, you know, well, everybody's looking out for themselves and everybody um, knows that you don't want to burn a bridge. And so there's not a lot of realness. Well, I mean, it's because we, as an audience, we don't want the truth. We we say we do, but if Sarah Gilbert came on and started smack-talking Julie Chen, or at the very least, I wouldn't expect that's in Sarah Gilbert's character, but if Sarah Gilbert talked the way that she did... Um, about Roseanne? About, well, uh, if she talked about the, Julie Chen in the way that she would off-camera... Mm. Um, we would be outraged. Mm-hmm. We would be like, oh my God, that is so unprofessional. How dare she? So there's like the 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 audience, we put people in very awkward positions where we want them to tell the truth, but we don't we but if we they do tell the truth. the truth, we will not um accept that and we will hold them accountable. So it's like this weird box that a show like The Talk then gets put in where, you know, obviously for some issues they're able to share their actual opinions on things, but like when it comes to stuff like this, I mean, nobody's going to like really talk out of their mouth in a way that would make us understand what's actually going on behind right. the scenes, right? That's right. what's so dumb about the world that we live in. I mean, Extend that to anything with like politics or what have you without getting into details. You know, you see people like talking out of their side of their mouth or leaking things left and right, but they don't have the wherewithal to just say it out loud. Like Mm -hmm. we all want to hear what everybody says, but we don't we we don't want them to do it the way that would give them the most integrity. Like, right. You if you are willing to speak a truth, we should applaud that not require you to like go behind the curtain and say it to somebody else right. and then talk about it. Right. 
Well, just to kind of to bring this all full circle, Julie Chen has announced that or they had the CBS has announced that she's going to stay with Big Brother. So she's off the talk, but has every intention of staying with Big Brother. And that is confirmed. So we don't have to wonder about that. So you'll continue to see Julie Chen throughout this season of Big Brother and in the future, should there be more seasons of Big Brother? Well, and that's understandable, at least in the short term, because she's not required to like interact with reality. Right. Right. So the, the, there's nothing awkward for the audience. It's very scripted. Yeah. And or she's, you know, acting in sort of an interview capacity. So there's nothing risky there. Uh, when we come back, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt from Hollywood with a dirt alert on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Elizabeth Reese has joined us with a dirt alert. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, friends. Hey, nice to be with you. And also with you. Back in this room again. Hey, Maroon 5 is going to perform at the halftime show at the 2019 Super Bowl. Is That's it? Are what, we confirmed on this one? Two sources are confirming it to Variety, mm. so they're just running with it. Um, reps for the group and the NFL can't be reached for comment yet. I'm sure they're waiting to make their own announcement, but, you know... There you go. I feel like, okay, first of all, it should be known, I have a massive crush on Adam Levine. You love Adam Levine. I do. I love him. I think he's sexy. Such a waste. Um, I can have my crush on Adam. (laughs) Um, But I'm like kind of meh about this as a halftime show. But then it makes me go back and think about the fact that the pressure of the halftime show. Do you see what I mean? Like it used to be like the halftime show was like, and then the band is going to perform. And now every halftime show has to be bigger and better than the last. And there have to be, um, they have to be really big acts. And there are only so many of them. So the page six is talking about, it's not um, just that the band or the performer has to have a mainstream appeal. It's that they have to find people that haven't done it before because, right. you know, it's been a lot ever since the winter magic debacle of the 90s. It was our fault, man. In Minnesota, when they started then bringing in these big acts to do these halftime shows. I mean, you know, that's been 20, what, 23, 25 years of yeah. like how many massive mainstream performers well, are there it's also like they they've done this thing now where they ca- they've caught themselves because they have to you know appeal to the lowest common denominator to get as many eyes on the thing as possible mm-hmm. right like so because they're selling what ads right, right? so they probably want a halftime show that's going to draw eyes which sell ads so you've got to have people again that appeal to this like wide swath of people so by nature you're just always going to have these sort of all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't want to say that Adam Levine is mediocre, right? Because what do I know about music? But when I think of like people that wow me and get me off of my feet, it's not usually Adam Levine or Justin Timberlake. I know that mm-hmm. might be an unco- uh, a controversial thing to say, but Maroon five is catchy though, you know, of course, but it catchy in the way that like, you know, you, you're not going to seek it out. But if it, you're listening, you're like, Oh, I like that song. Mm-hmm. A dumb question. Has Taylor Swift done at halftime? I can't remember. I feel like, I don't think so. Yeah. I, like, why is she not? Cause she's, spectacular well, she, she's not going to get paid yeah right? they don't oh, get paid but it is true. like a big um let me look it's this big, up yeah i feel like that would be a better option right? I, I also i just love women better so <laughs> i mean when it comes to halftime shows mm-hmm. i want to not see, in life well because but, it's just like oh look another dude like duding out in front of all these other dudes like okay <laughs> no t swift gaga did it yeah. yeah i don't know i just not that I feel like I could do better than the committee that is planning this. I just think there's a lot of pressure on the halftime show. Yeah, there certainly is. Yeah. He'll it's... probably bring some people in, right? Like, you know, if he's smart. I mean, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake brought the, you know. <laughs> yeah. Justin Timberlake. <laughs> you definitely he brought Prince take... back from the dead, basically. That's true. You take a lot of guest. heat as the Super yeah. Bowl performer. It's a, it is a stressful situation, you know, putting yourself out there on that stage. But Beyonce, look how good Beyonce is. I know. Oh, well, but Beyonce can't do anything wrong. That's true. <sighs> that... She could just come do it again. Come on, girl. Do it. Uh, Sally Field went to Burt Reynolds' funeral. She was among oh. the mourners who showed up at um, the funeral uh, today in West Palm Beach. She entered the church through a side door. And um, it looked to be like a really lovely little ceremony. He died at the age of 82. And of course, he called her the love of his life during an interview in 2015. Well, and I know that they had a difficult relationship, yeah. uh, especially according to her. And that, you know, she went many, many years without... 30 years. 30 years without talking to him. Yeah, she mm-hmm. hasn't talked to him for the last 30 years. Isn't that so it's amazing? kind of shocking yeah. that she showed up for a it, it kind of is. Uh, well, yeah, or or like, or maybe not at all shocking. Like, this is exactly the closure she needed. Well, because remember, I mean, the funeral is about honoring that the person who's passed. But more so, mm-hmm. it is about finding closure. And I mean, closure sounds so ridiculous at a funeral because mm-hmm. it's just grief. But it is just part of the grieving process yeah. for those of us that are still here because the person who's died is gone. Yeah. And so it's not like they're sitting there counting who came to the funeral. Right. I mean, can maybe I, there. Can I give you guys some uh, headline news or some breaking news? Yeah. From Arlene and Andrew on Twitter. Taylor can't do this because it's sponsored by Pepsi and Taylor is endorsed uh, or endorses Coca-Cola. Oh, that's a good Thank point. You. Thanks, guys. That is a really good point. Thank Always you. Always filling in our gaps. Fascinating. Yes. CBS has given the Murphy Brown premiere a five-minute bonus that they're getting a, um, an extra five minutes minutes for the September 27th premiere. It's an extended episode. It'll run from um, 9.30 Eastern, so 8.30 Central until it's kind of uh, awesome. five minutes over. Yeah. Um, so excited for this. I think it'll be good. I think so, too. CBS is describing the debut episode as the return of the Murphy character to the news business following a brief retirement. They say, amid a divided nation, chaotic national discourse, and rampant attacks on the press, Murphy decides to return to the airwaves with her biting take on current events on the CNC Cable Network's morning news program. I mean, I feel like this is the exact perfect time 
for her to make a comeback yeah. in this say. role, for sure. Well, in that description, yeah, is right. What I think people can kind of relate Seize to. Seize the moment, right? Absolutely. Kim Kardashian oh. is upset that Kanye West said he would move to Chicago, as she has no plans to leave her family in LA. I don't think They're, that's true. You know, can I just? He announced during a. They have um, some communication issues in that relationship. He's just like, I'm going to move to Chicago. I bet the amount of times that Kanye says, "I'm going to do this," "I'm going to do that." And the amount of times that Kim has to just go, okay, Kanye, he like he's probably like, I'm gonna do a juice cleanse, okay, Kanye, yeah, you should. And then totally the next time that. he's eating a that, piece of cake. That's the best thing to do, is because then if you don't do it, that other person doesn't resent you for it. You can't have a yeah. big reaction to Kanye's declarations because mm-hmm. they probably happen all the time. That's it. I'm gonna sell everything and I'm gonna go live in a tent in Mumbai. Okay, Kanye. Okay, Kanye. Bye bye. <laughs> Sorry, Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that delicious dirt alert. You can catch your next dirt alert at 520. Bye. It's here on Twin Cities Live today at 3 o'clock. And when we come back, we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. seconds, five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You'll win a prize. We're going to give you 30 seconds to answer five pop culture questions. You get them all right. You will win a prize on the Colleen and Bradley show. MyTalk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. It's our 30 second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. On the phone today, Colleen. Thank you for asking. It's Julie and Bradley. What is Julie playing for today? Julie is playing for a pair of run of engagement movie passes to see A Simple Favor, starring Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, coming to theaters September 14th. Are you ready, Julie? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Who stars in Mission Impossible film series? Um, Tom Cruise. The Grammys honor excellence in what field? Music. Who is the current host of Family Feud? Uh, Steve Harvey. Duck Hunt is a video game for what console? Nintendo. Scooby-Doo is what kind of animal? A dog! Yay! Yay! Julie! <laughs> Go on with Julie, your bad Julie, self, Julie. Bully. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Thank you for Thank playing. You. Big winner for the day. Big um, wanger. Winner. That's what I said. Mm. What did you think I said? Winner. I thought you said winner. All right. And now that we're done with that project, uh, the 30 second pop culture challenge, it sure is. Um, We like to solve mysteries and we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment called Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net has to do with an A-minus list host. An A-minus list host, the subject of the following blind item cool. from crazydaysandnights.net. Cool, dude. Cool, awesome, Matt. This A-minus list host wants back next season for a show she hosts. That won't happen. Too many people have been stabbed in the back by the host for petty reasons. And now with the time for some payback. Hmm. I mean, that's not Julie, right? Oh, she wants to come back? What uh-uh, do you think no you're doing, girl? girl? No, Not girl. necessarily to the top. Oh, to Big Brother. Oh, Interesting. So she's on like a year-to-year deal? Must be. All right, Must be. Maybe. Sorry. All right. Uh, Julie Chen wants back for the next season of Big Brother. That's not going to happen. Too many people have been stabbed in the back by Julie Chen for petty reasons, and now is the time for some wow. payback. See, I just, this narrative that she is a, a real beast to work with, totally, I don't know. 
It's, We've heard it so many times that it feels pretty real. Here's what's hard about that, though. The, how many women have you heard like this narrative about? And yeah. one wonder, like one wonders if because I always feel like women who have. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get real, real. So no, can I just have? Can I have right a now. lady pass right now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some women who have no personalities get targeted or maligned or character caricatured as bitches, mm-hmm. like heartless, frigid ladies, mm-hmm. because they maybe don't have warm and bubbly personalities. Right. So I wonder how much of those rumors are because of that. Versus the reality, because I do know there are bitches. Yeah, there <laughs> are bitches, bitches in this world. You know, know that to be true. <laughs> but I'm just saying, with her particularly, I always wonder because she doesn't really she she's not very emotive. Oh no, she's at she was called the Chen Bot. Yes, for a reason. But because I, she, you just literally plug her in, and she and though that operates. may that may be an extension or an outgrowth or a you know that might be the truth. Then is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's true. That so, what I struggle with when I hear those rumors is like, is that real or is that just because we're biased to think that women who aren't overly emotional are frigid bitches? I think, but see, I also think that there's a difference between she's she's a moody person and she's not easy to work with because she's cranky, and this narrative, which is literally she has stabbed people in the back, yeah, for petty reasons, which tells me that there's some manipulation there, yeah. um. Uh, so I see there's a subtle difference. But there's some there are some really nice stabby bitches. That's true. Yeah. They'll be real nice to your face. Like, I love but you. But see, that's the thing. <laughs> that's that is the vibe I get off of her, and probably because of these rumors, that she will smile directly at your face and then she will reach around while you can't see her and oh. stab you in the back. <laughs> exactly. I always hate a surprise reach around. Oof. Thank you. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net is a confirmed blind item, Yay. meaning that we now know the identity of the subject of this blind item. And this blind item, I believe, was published uh, on September 12th of this year. Okay. So, But last week, this blind item was published. And we have to think about a foreign-born A-list model. Okay. A foreign-born A-list model, the subject of this confirmed blind item. The dream of a lifetime is slipping away for this married, foreign-born, A-list model. The dream of a lifetime. Yes. Oh, I feel like we didn't do this. I felt like the last model we did was like a Naomi Campbell situation. That is, but it's not her. Now, Mm. this model is in a life situation that maybe perhaps she got into for its financial benefits. Unfortunately for her, it doesn't seem like it's going to turn out that way. Hmm. She got into this life situation for the financial benefit. So somebody who didn't have as much money as she thought, or did he lose his money? Well, he might be losing his money. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Harvey Weinstein's wife? No. Isn't, wasn't she a model? No, she's a fashion designer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, this model, she has a child with an actor. Somebody that Burt Reynolds is married to? No. Oh. This one, this person is a lot younger than <laughs> okay. that. Um Now, think about something, Bradley, here's a clue for you. This company where she thought maybe she'd be getting her money from is something that you like to use that's on your phone, particularly for its filter features. Instys? No. Snapchat. Snapchat. Who's married to Snapchat? 
No, this sounds familiar. Hold on. Oh, God. I'm oh, s- Kylie Jenner. No, Ken- Kendall Jenner. No Jenners. No Jenners. Now, is the, is the guy, like, work for Snapchat? Oh, yes, this person is married to the CEO of Snapchat. She thought she had a meal ticket for oh. life. And then everybody was like, screw this app. Well, yeah. Okay, who um, is it? Cause it's I'm, Miranda Kerr. Oh, oh I, I never would have gotten there. Sorry. We fill in the blank. Okay, yeah, yeah, fill in the blank. The dream of a lifetime is slipping away for Miranda Kerr. Oops, she married Evan Spiegel, the CEO of Snapchat. However, there are rumors that Snapchat may be headed for bankruptcy. Well, the good Ooh. news is if you marry somebody for money, there's always somebody else out there that you can go after. So, yay! Yay! And the dude is, you know, it's not like he didn't realize what was up, probably, but, you know. Yeah. That's a bummer for her. There's though. no shortage of people who are probably interested in getting together with an ex super rich person, too. I mean, you never know. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because if they were rich once, you'd be rich again. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net is not confirmed, but it's very, very salacious. Ooh, getting into some gossip about a B plus list celebrity offspring of a permanent A plus plus lister. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. A B-plus list celebrity offspring of a permanent A-plus plus lister. Here's your blind item. It isn't a rumor that this B-plus celebrity offspring of a permanent A-plus plus lister has hooked up with relatives before. Mm-mm. It mm-hmm. has happened in that household many times. Mm-hmm. These are. Is this a royal? Oh. Oh. I thought for sure the royals have been doing it for years with each other. Is this like a presidential child no Ew. this is not a presidential okay. child Ew, no i'm sorry it's the permanent a plus plus lister that means something to me <laughs> i mean it should probably what it means though i don't know uh b plus celebrity offspring of the permanent okay so look there's very few permanent a double plus listers i will tell you that this permanent A plus plus lister is no longer in this dimension. And uh, are oh. they a musical person? Yes, they are a musical person. Is it a person. Lisa Marie Presley experience that we are referring to here? No, but it is a Lisa Marie Presley adjacent experience. Okay. Oh, is it like a. Um, I married a. No, he's still alive, Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it uh, is not. Now, think of somebody that maybe had relations with Lisa Marie Presley at one point or another. Michael Jackson? It's a Jackson 5? Well, it's not the Jackson 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, now, who is the B plus list celebrity offspring? Paris? Told you salacious relatives. I told you salacious gossip. Which here. relatives, though? Like Tito or like Blanket? I mean, I need to know. This it depends on like my outrage and my disgust Does depends it? on or which relative they're having gross. sex now, or it, Janet. Ah! Let me tell you that the comment section on crazydaysandnights.net aren't making it so. Mm, Mm, definitive definitive and or genetic people saying that paris jackson and her godfather macaulay culkin oh yeah okay that's not a relative we've been following that for a while that's not a relative your godparents aren't relatives or i mean they can be but in this case i mean this one is not not required exactly well but we don't know it's just the comment section gonna fill in the blank for you on this blind item it isn't a rumor that paris jackson has hooked up with relatives before. 
It has happened in that household many times. Now, it's that second sentence that it's happened in this household many times. Yeah, that makes me want to dig a little deeper into the story. Does it, though? Like, what does that mean? Well, Joe Jackson. Yeah. I'm just saying. I actually don't know, but he's. we kind of think he's kind of... Well, he's not with us any yeah, longer. Yeah, he's not in this. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Dementia neither. Mm-hmm. Well, thank oh, you God, for that. That family has so many issues. It's so true. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, by the way, thank you, Holly, for those Thanks, uh, blind Holly. items. Thanks, uh, When we come back, we are going to uh, spend a little time listening to an interview from the morning show. Yeah. With the uh, diaper, the diaper bank in North Carolina yeah. that we are benefiting with the diaper drive. Really quick reminder: my talk is out right now at Rosedale Center, and here's how you find us so, so that you can drop off diapers and wipes for the diaper bank. Uh, diapers the, and wipes. The diaper drive truck diapers is in the parking lot at Rosedale between AMC Theaters and Highway 36. So you're looking for kind of the garden center uh, uh, out in the in the in the parking lot area, right next to that. So yep. that's where you want to be if you're circling it's around. It's beside by all the rest of the restaurants. It's in front of that, towards the freeway. Exactly. So uh, that is where you will find them. And when we come back, we are going to listen to that interview from the morning show this morning on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Okay. Uh, we are collecting diapers and wipes for the North Carolina Diaper Bank as a part of our efforts to help our friends who've been affected by Hurricane Florence. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And we've got people today, right now, as we speak, out waiting at Rosedale Center, waiting to accept your donations. And uh, they are currently in the parking lot of Rosedale Center between AMC Theaters and Highway 36. So uh, there's a big truck. You can't miss it. Uh, And if you are out and about, have diapers and wipes that you can donate. That's where you do it. Can I just say, too, don't bring anything but diapers and wipes. I know you guys are super giving. And last year, you brought all sorts of amazing things. This year, though, we can only accept diapers and wipes, preferably diapers that are fours and fives. But um, honestly, as long as it's a diaper or a wipe, we'll take it. And if you can't give those things, cash is always available on our website. Absolutely. Well, this morning on The Morning Show, uh, they talked talked with a representative from the North Carolina Diaper Bank so you can hear why it is so important to donate. Here is that interview. Special guest. Dawn, uh, would you like to uh, introduce our guest today? Yes, we have Michelle, and she is calling from North Carolina. She's with the North Carolina Diaper Bank, and she's on the phone with us right now. Hi, Michelle. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being with us this morning. Let me bottom line it. uh, Let me get right to it. I just read the headline that, yes, the rains have subsided. But what's the situation there, Michelle? What are are you dealing with in, in your great state? So even though the skies have cleared, we're seeing massive flooding go on. A lot of dams have been breached and um, flooding that we haven't seen in, in decades are happening along the coast 
and in our rural communities. Mm. And how, what is the effect? I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we're doing this diaper drive uh, to do a small part in helping out. Your diaper bank, how does it operate in a situation like this? Uh, what's the procedure in these emergency situations? So right now, uh, what we're doing is collecting as many goods as we can. And then we're, we have branches across the so some of our branches are focusing on um, the families that have been displaced and are in shelters in our communities to make sure that they have the dignity items they need. And then we are working every day to try to get goods to the coastal areas. We're struggling. The main highway from where we are, is it looks like a canal instead of a highway. Wow. And so um, we are having planes drop off goods. Mm. We are having trucks go around on um, long ways around to get to where they need to go and so we are doing everything we can to make sure that we get goods to the families that need them. Yeah, can you give us an idea maybe on uh, you know just a regular day how many diapers you distribute and then how something like this natural disaster a hurricane can affect that number? Yeah, so we distribute about 300,000 diapers a month. Wow. Um, right now, we're distributing about two to four hundred thousand diapers a day wow. um, into these areas. <laughs> so we're loading up trucks as quickly as we can, as well as some hygiene products, adult incontinence supplies, um, underwear, um, and um, formula um, things that we normally give out. Um, um, through community partners, we're now just taking truckloads and pallets um, to help the areas and um, help with distribution. Michelle Old is our guest from the North Carolina Diaper Bank. Michelle, before we let you go, we know that you're busy. You know, in a situation like this, it's easy to get uh, caught up in the in the in the horrible images and feel nothing but sorrow. But but tell me, are, are you seeing are you seeing great stories of neighbors helping neighbors, uh, p- people uh, helping one another in situations like this in your great state? Oh, absolutely, and people from other states. Um, you know, the fact is is that even on a sunny, clear day, one in three families experience diapering. Yes, um, we in. According to our research, 78% of the families that receive our services are working one to three jobs. So we're really talking about working families that care deeply about their children but still cannot provide the most basic needs. We hear from hundreds of military families a year that uh, one spouse is deployed, the other one is at home qualified for WIC and food stamps and cannot afford diapers. And so when something like this happens, it has a ripple effect with the families because they're being displaced, they're away from their support systems. If they're working hourly jobs, they're not getting paid. Um, They're in communities that they're not familiar with, have no family. And so um, there's just a lot of um, kindness that we have seen. Um, just in general with our work that we do across the state, but even more so with the hurricane and the recovery efforts. And the recovery efforts will take months. Um, We're not talking weeks. We're talking months of recovery. 
Michelle, that, it says that is Michelle from the North Carolina Diaper Bank. Uh, and she talked to our friends in the morning show this morning, Jason, Alexis, and Dawn. Uh, and, and hopefully from, from hearing her talk, you understand why it's so important that we are doing what we are all working together to do to help them after this disaster in North Carolina. Yeah, and this is just a direct way. Like, literally, you're going to pick up some diapers uh, on your way to and fro work. There, we've got two days, 9 to 6 today, 9 to 6 tomorrow, today at Rosedale, tomorrow at the uh, general store of Minnetonka. You you pick up those diapers, you bring them to us. We are literally putting them on a truck, and that truck is literally driving from here to North Carolina to the diaper bank. So this is a direct impact that, that you can have. And if we show up to the North Carolina diaper bank with like half a truck, I mean, I just feel like that would womp, womp. that would be kind of a womp womp. Yeah. Let's show North Carolina what we're capable of. Exactly, and let's show them how much we care. Um, and thank you all uh, that have donated already, and thank all of you who are thinking of donating. Uh, as we said, right now you can run out to Rosedale Center between AMC Theaters and Highway 36. That's where our truck is parked. Drop off those diapers and wipes for our friends in North Carolina. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what are you appointment viewing on television right now? Like literally, what are you tuning in for on your TV? 651